discover the inherent power of God in you. Whether there are challenges or not, we are still the same. We are constant. God is constant. God does not change. And that is the life that we have received. He says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That is the same life we have also received. We are also the same yesterday, today, and forever. What kind of life? We, we, we are the same because we have the same life with Christ. So when you think about God, think about you. Because everything he is, that is why he told Abraham, he said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boateng as Christ is magnified. Jesus name, you receive your word with meekness, with gladness, with great joy. In Jesus name, amen. amen. Hallelujah. I started sharing with us concerning the will of God, isn't it? I don't know what you have heard so far. Anybody to help us with what you have heard so far? Give us a short summary. We are learning, innit? Yeah. So anybody to help us? Um, thank you for the opportunity. Yes. What's your name? We don't know your name. I'm Nathaniel. Nathaniel Moore. Hi, Nathania. Hello. It's only ladies' voice that we heard. It's not guys' voice. Only ladies' voice. But it's fine. Jesus is Lord. That guy, say hi, Nathaniel. Hi. Hello. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Um, what has really blessed me so far is that um, it's God's word that all men be saved. Um, sometimes we, we, we are easy to write certain people of that. This person cry like... No matter how hard you try, you don't come. But then, so far, I've been able to know that, now nah, it's God's will that we should push as much as possible to save everyone, regardless how they may seem, how hopeless it might seem that they won't be saved. God is able to do anything, and he can save them regardless how they are, because there are so many testimonies around of people whose lives were <laughs> nothing, literally, and then they, they, they have been saved. Now they are doing so many things to the glory of God. So that has really blessed me. We shouldn't write Beautiful. people of that easy. Hallelujah. It's the will of God that all men, not some, all, God does not take pleasure in the death of the unrighteous man. Everybody. That's one of God's main purposes and main will. Okay? Any other person to help us? Yeah. Hey. It's like the choristers have been listening to the message well. Uh, what's your name? Princess. Okay. Daddy, thank you. So one thing that has blessed me is that another will of God for my life is thanksgiving. Sometimes when we are going through, we only thank God in the good times. But then God wills that even in the bad times, I will thank him. And I also learned about the core and the elective will of God. So the core will is to conform to the image of Christ. I mean, in my speech, attitude, attitude, like when someone sees me, they should see Christ in me. And then we have the elective will, which is concerning my marriage, academics. Hey. It's elective, it's elective. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. What's your name? Phoebe. Phoebe. Hi, Phoebe. Yeah. So what blessed me was that God wills that he learned to walk in a lifestyle of thanksgiving. 
And the full one for thanksgiving is remembrance. If you don't remember what God has been doing for you, you wouldn't be able to thank him. So we should always remember what God has been doing for us, even the little things, and thank him. Thank you. Beautiful. Okay, can we have another? It's like our attention is here. I don't know if anybody here or here can help us with something. Yes, see that. Okay, thank you, Daddy, for the opportunity. My name is Angie. Ah. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> so one thing that blessed me is that we taught us that we should come to the... God wants us to, everybody to come to the knowledge of the truth. In the Bible, we learn that Jesus is the truth and the life. So it's not just about being saved. After you have saved, like, you are not going to hell, of course. But you should, work, you should learn to walk like Jesus. Understand who he is. Walk in faith, walk in love. And live your life on the world like Jesus did. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Beautiful. And that, that is the core will of God, isn't it? The core will of God is that all men are saved and that all men come to the knowledge of the truth. And that's basically what I'm measuring on. Okay, I'm not measuring on the elective will of God. But even in the, when it comes to the elective will of God, I've, I said a few things, I've said a few things that will help you, isn't it? I mentioned how that God has plans for you. There are plans that God has for you. You see? Yeah. Very good plans. Very nice plans. And you must learn to walk with him. You must learn to, you know, walk in the word. Walk in the spirit. When I say walk in the word, let the word of God exchange um, your thoughts. Exchange your thoughts for the thoughts of the word. Exchange your your behavior with it with i mean allow the word of god to guide you and allow the holy spirit to guide you and i mentioned how that speaking in tongues helps a lot i use a, a scripture in ephesians chapter 5 verse 17 it is we should not be therefore be not unwise but understanding what the will of the lord is you see he says he wants you to understand what the will of the lord is then verse 18 says and be not drunk with wine wherein is excess but be filled with the spirit speaking yourselves in sounds and him so allowing yourself to be filled with the spirit okay helps you and how how are you filled with the spirit you are filled with the spirit through speaking in tongues the more you speak in tongues the more filled you are you see the more filled you are the more fruitful you become hallelujah the more you can you can flow with the will of god let me share my a testimony with you um about five years ago I got um, a prophecy that I'm going to meet Pastor Chris Oyakilome five years ago, that I'm going to meet him personally. It seems to be part of the plan of God for my life. And I received it by the grace of God. And when I did, I just, you know, placed it on the shelf and just, just walking with God. I mean, whatever God wants for me, I'm interested. Last year, one of um, the main people in Christ Embassy came here to come and see me. And she said that she has heard that I follow Pastor Chris. So she came to come and meet me. We had a very nice meeting. All of that. And she said she wants to make sure I meet Pastor Chris. It was last year. They wanted it to be in a sex room, but I didn't want it to be like that. So I said, oh, I'm not interested. You must, you must know the, the word of God for your life so that you don't you don't force things. You get it. But they said, oh, I said, oh, I'm not really, this is not what I've seen, you know, so I'm not going to do it like this. 
So I was there just two weeks ago. But I was still relating. Just two weeks ago, I got a call that we want you to. Um, Pastor Chris has invited you for his birthday party. That's me meeting Pastor Chris. And the amazing thing is that the amazing thing is that I was invited to his birthday party, and I was invited to come and give a speech. Can you imagine? So I gave a speech. Can you show us just a? I don't know if you have it. If you have it, you can just show it to us. I was there with Pastor Eli and Pastor Eugene. Very, very powerful experience. And so that was why I said that it's one of my greatest weeks ever. Because I've been dreaming, you know, of meeting him for many, many years. And prophecy had even come concerning it and all of that. Yeah, but what I'm saying is that there's a perfect will of God for your life, you know. And God, God wants you to walk with him. Your quiet time, your regular quiet time makes a lot of a difference. Your regular prayer of the Spirit, you know. Learning to hear the voice of the Lord for yourself. The Bible says, as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. But learning to hear the Spirit of God. And the Spirit of God speaks the language of the Word. But you must know the Word of God. It's, it's, it's important. No matter where you pass, you have to know the Word of God. You see, the Word of God will order your steps. The Holy Spirit has a way of ordering your steps. We were treated as guests, special guests of Pastor Christ for his birthday. Eight people came to give speeches, and I was the second person. The whole world, I was the second person to give a speech. What you do? Only God. I tell you. Yeah. The whole world. Eight people gave speeches, and I was the second person. The whole world. To come and give a speech of how much he has blessed me and all of that. And he was sitting down listening to what I was saying. And when I met him, he said, I heard your testimony. Wow. It's too wonderful. It's too beautiful. God bless you. I told him, I've been watching you and listening to you for, for 20 years. <laughs> it's very important. So that all the things that God has planned for you, there are prophecies that God has spoken over your life. That does not come to pass by you. can't force it. Try not to use your mind to do a lot of things. Okay? Try to Depend on God. Depend on the Spirit. Don't use your... Try not to use your own thoughts. The Bible says, lean not on your own understanding. That's what we are trying to talk about. Okay, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean not on your own understanding. Lean not... Can you show us the best? Lean not on your own... Verse 3, verse 5. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean not on your own understanding. Can you show us other versions of this verse? Message version. Okay, message version. Trust God from the bottom of your heart. Don't try to figure out everything on your own. You see, it's a, it's a clear message. Figuring things, every other thing, everything out on your own. You are trying to figure out when, who, who to marry and when to marry. If you have time, you have put timelines on yourself. The Holy Spirit must be the one to put a timeline on you. Stop comparing yourself with others. The Bible says they comparing themselves among themselves are not wise. Don't say, oh, my mates are marrying, so I need to marry now. You end up making a mistake. 
yesterday there was a wedding here and the preacher said something very nice. He said that he used the example of Jesus in a boat that was flooding. You know, and he made a statement. He was using that as marriage. He used the boat as marriage. Then he said that Jesus spoke first about they going to the other side. You see, and he said that when Jesus speaks concerning your marriage, eh, you can be sure that he's in the boat with you because he's crossing over to the other side with you. But when you just make a move, you take your own boat, you are going to be in trouble. Like, oh, I've seen this lady, I've seen this guy, I, I like her, I like him, so that is it, I'm moving. No. What is, uh, do you, have you heard from the Lord concerning it? A child of God must be into waiting on God. You see, do you understand what it means to wait on God? Do you understand what it means? Taking time off, spending a whole day, or two, or three, or 12 hours, okay, with your Bible, with your notebook, with messages. With books. It's called breaking up your fallow ground. Yes. Your heart can be so hard. No message works. Anything God says, is it as I'm talking to you now? God is the one speaking to you. Do you know? Oh, yes. I'm not speaking from my stomach. I prayed before coming. And I believe in the scriptures. First Peter chapter 4, verse 11 says that whoever, let whoever speak, speak as the oracle of God. If any man speak, let him speak as the oracles of God. If any man minister, let him do it as of the ability which God giveth. So I'm ministering to you according to the ability that God gives. And I'm ministering to you according to the oracles of God. You see, now, you can be, a child of God can be sitting in the house of God and not acknowledge the words that are coming as words from God. You may think that, oh, the man is just talking. He's just making some uh, statements. Your spirituality is dependent on you knowing that what the man is saying is scripture. Knowing that, ah, he has quoted this verse and he's explaining it. And he has quoted this verse and he's explaining it. It's actually for me. When we come to church, we call a service. I heard you saying, what a service, what a service, when you were doing the jama. I was hearing everything. Now, we came in, we pray, we come in, we pray, we worship, we do all of those. And those are, we, we serve God. That's why it's called a service. We are serving God. With uh, everything that we are doing. You see, with our worship, with our songs, with our praises, everything that we do is to serve God. There's a time in the service where God says us. And that time is when the message is coming, when the word of God is coming. God now comes to come and serve you, His word, give you information from His spirit. I see in it. Yeah. How well you pay attention to it and how much you understand that this is actually from God for me will make a world of a difference in your life. But what I'm trying to say is that don't lean on your own understanding. Learn to wait on God. Learn to take some time off. Don't be a Christian who doesn't take time off. They that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. Your strength is renewed when you learn to just sit quietly with the Lord. That's what quiet time is about. So there's a daily um, sitting down with God, and then there's a special sitting time with God where you just go off. And you, you pray. You speak in tongues for a longer time. For what purpose? I want to know what God wants me to do. What, what, God, what do you want me to do? Where do you want me to go? 
how do you want things to be? So important. If you don't do that, you'll be a Christian who is tossed to and fro by any wind of doctrine. Your faith may not work as it's supposed to. You can be serving God. You can be a pastor, whatever it is. You must learn to take some time off every now and then. I do it practically every month. Granny is here. She's on her books, the place for me. Almost every month. Pastor Alex is here. They organize for me to go. Every, practically every month. I think this, this year I've gone maybe like 10 times or 9 times. Three days off, four days off. Going to pray, going to talk to God to find out about my life, not about any, about my life. And then about the work that He has given to me to do. So that I know what He wants me to do for my steps to be ordered. Okay? It's so important. It's so important. Take it very seriously. Like I said, there's the morning, there's the daily, it may not be in the morning. I don't wake up early. I don't wake up early. If I wake up early, I'll, my day will be spoiled. Because I don't sleep early. If I slept at 12, you are expecting me to wake up at 3. I can't know, know. If I'm going to wake up at 3, I'll make sure I sleep early. The key to early rising is early sleeping. Those of you who are sleeping at 1 and you want to wake up at 4 and do your quiet time. You are, it has not happened in your life up to date. And you are fighting to make it work. It doesn't work. If you, have, if you get enough rest, you'll be fine. Yes. I need a minimum of six hours. As, I, as I'm standing here, I need a minimum of six hours of sleep. So if I sleep at 12, you should know that I'm going to wake up at 6. Yes. And normally I sleep around 12. So 6 a.m. Before 6 a.m., you may not get me. But when I wake up, I'm going to be with the Lord until like 11. I don't come out of my room early. Yeah, you can ask those who are with me. They'll tell you. I come out of my room like 11 a.m., sometimes 12 p.m. Before I start moving around and doing what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. What am I doing between those times? I'm talking to my God. You see, reading something. Listening to a message. Praying. Just hanging around God. And as you hang around God like that, God will tell you, tell you something. Oh, I, 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 God will say, oh, I just remembered. I, I want you to do this. That's it. Direction right there. Guidance right there. I don't just fast. I fast when I know I'm being led to fast. If I have to fast for a long time, the Spirit of God will prompt me. You need to fast for a long time for this. Yeah. When fast, I also declared, that's it, we are, we are all fasting. So we are all fasting. You don't say, oh, this one, the Holy Spirit didn't tell me. If you don't understand authority, divine authority, you, when, when words, when instructions come from authority, you think that it's not from God. When instructions come from authority, it's from the Lord. If an authority in your life, or your pastor has said that we are waking up at 5 to pray from 5 to 6, don't call your pastor and say, I don't sleep early, I wake up at 6. So, you are not going to get me at five. You better find your own way and do your own thing. No, it's not supposed to be like that. That is not correct. If, you're, if your pastor says, we are waking up at five, sleep early, wake up at five, and let's pray. You understand? It's what? It's humility. And it's a, it's a sign that you understand the anointing. A lot of people don't understand the anointing. A lot of people don't understand the anointing. 
Yet they want the anointing to work for them. The anointing you are looking forward to working for you is what is working in the authority that God has placed over you. Who has given that instruction that you have refused to obey? It means that you don't obey, you don't respect the anointing. So it may not work in your life as it's supposed to. I hope you get it. Yeah. You have to be very, very, very smart. If an authority calls me, whatever I am doing, I'll leave it and go. Go and be there. If I'm not giving any option, then I'm going to be where I'm supposed to be. An authority called me yesterday for a meeting. But he said, if you can't make it, it's fine. We can make it at another time. I said, oh, I'm blessing your wedding. So that was fine. But if he has said, I want to see you now. Hey, going. Got to be there because I want the anointing to work in my life. I want my steps to be ordered by the Spirit. I hope you get it. Very important. You don't want to lose out on what God wants you to have. God has planned your life beautifully. You need to learn to work with the Spirit through quiet times. Morning or afternoon. If, if you can do yours in the afternoon or do it in the evening. Spend some 30 minutes with your Bible and read your Bible. You see, you can do your quiet time on your way to work. Plug your ears, listen to something, read your Bible. In the church you are going, you are reading your Bible. Or can do that. Or else you become dry with time. You see that as time goes on, you have become so dry. You are not, life is not being ministered to you. You have eternal life, but the word of God is life. It, it ministers life to you. We are, we are born of the word. And um, because we are born of the word, we are sustained by the word. The word of God is like food. If you read in First Peter chapter 1, verse 23, the Bible says that being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible. By the word of God, which lives and abideth forever. We are born again by the word of God. We are born again by what? By the word of God. And therefore, we are sustained by the word of God. You get it? So every Christian must be into reading. You have to read your Bible. Hmm? Read a devotional. Read Rhapsody of Reality. Read Joseph Prince's devotional. Joseph Prince has a very nice devotional that I like. I, like. I use it. Read Bishop Dax's devotional. Listen to five minutes of pastor. They are all devotional. They are all things that God has made available for you to learn. You see, to learn more, you know, about our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So that is, that is the elective will of God. There are specific things. You'll be surprised. There are specific things. Specific things. One day I was praying. God told me, Bishop Dax is going to call you and make you a bishop when you are 30, 35 or something. When you are 35, 36. When you are 36. Yes, when you are 36. I was 30 years old when God told me that. 30. Clear. So one day I was preaching, I mentioned it. And I gave the time. I said that, was it five years? I think I was 31. I said, five years from now, Bishop Dag is going to call me and make me a bishop. It happened like magic. Yeah. Exactly. The, the time they were going to make me a bishop, consecrate me a, as a bishop, was before 36, before I turned 36. So the Lord changed it. All of a sudden, that date was changed to after my birthday. When I celebrated my, my, after my 36th birthday, the following week, the following week, the following two weeks, 29, the following two weeks, I was consecrated as a bishop. Yeah. 
How did I know? Am I special? Do I have a special ear with God? Emphatically not. Are my ears different from yours? Are mine bigger? It's the same as yours. So you can also hear from the third. You are his sheep. The Bible Jesus mentioned that my sheep hear my voice. So if you are interested, you can hear his voice. Because you do hear his voice. His word is his voice. Eh? John chapter 10 verse 4. And when he put forth his own sheep, he goeth before them. And the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. The sheep know his voice. So you know the voice of the Spirit. Automatically, by virtue of your born-again experience, you can hear the voice of the Spirit. Okay? How do you practice hearing from the Spirit? By reading your Bible. How do you do By reading your Bible. Just read your Bible. When you read your Bible, you will know how the Spirit talks. Easy. You will know how the Spirit talks and what, what kind of things the Spirit talks about. Because the Spirit of God speaks the Word of God. I don't know if you get it. It's like telling you to learn French. Because your husband or your wife is a French person and speaks nothing English. So the way you are going to be able to communicate is by learning French. Isn't it? Yes. You have to learn it. I'm not prophesying to you. You said yes, Pastor. It's right. I'm just saying something. You have to learn it. When you, as you read, be a Christian who knows the word. Honestly. Who really knows? Who knows? Know the stories. The stories will make you hear from God. You'll be surprised. Hmm? You'll be surprised. And I was reading the Bible. As I was reading, I got to this place in John chapter 10. Where Jesus, but was like Jesus did not commit John chapter two. He said he did not commit himself to man, for he knew what was in man. Ah, the Holy Spirit began to speak to me concerning concerning man and how man is, and how you should not commit yourself to man. Hmm? John chapter two, because he knew all men. Uh huh. Verse twenty five. And needed not that any should testify of man, for he knew what was in man. He did not commit himself. To man. The Bible says that the heart of man is desperately wicked. Who? Who? Can you show me that? The heart of man is what? Man is desperately, his wickedness knows no end. I tell you, Jeremiah 17 9, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? Who can know? Who can know the man? The man's desperately, his wickedness comes to desperation. He's not desperately good. He's desperately wicked. If you leave a man, natural man like that, you'll be sure. And that includes me and you. If we leave ourselves, you leave yourself, and you don't allow the word of God to. You don't allow yourself to be cultured by the word of God, cultured by the Spirit. Your wickedness knows no limits. If you allow Satan to take over you, take over your thoughts, you'll be shocked. Hallelujah. The, 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 the word of God is too... I can't, we can't overemphasize it. So just read it. The ultimate thing is that read your Bible. Is it too difficult to, to ask for? Just read your Bible. You see, read your Bible. You'll be shocked. 
And one of the main ways of getting to know the voice of the Spirit is giving. Giving. It's like you're confused. Giving. For God so loved the what he gave. Greater love has no man than this, than the man should give. The father gave the son. The son gave his life. The spirit has given himself over to us. So the Godhead is into giving. The way to flow with the Godhead and to hear the God, Godhead easily is by giving. Because normally the devil will not tell you to give. The devil will not tell you to give your life for something. For something good. For something of the spirit. I don't know if you get it. He will never tell you to give your, of course, he will tell you to give your life for money. To, to do something foolish. But when it comes to um, the things of God, the devil will never tell you to give yourself to the things of God. He will tell you you are wasting your time. For instance, let's go for evangelism. When we say, let's go for evangelism. All the voices you hear to not go is, is the devil. If you are able to hear a voice or you are able to feel that we have to, I'm going, it means that you have, you have really, God has really won you over. Yeah, yeah, it's very great. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. Giving of any form, including giving of money. Sometimes I'm going to give an offering. You have five cities in your hand. And you hear a voice. Don't give five. Give 50. What voice is that? Oh, you may not hear a voice, an audible voice. It's normally not an audible voice. It's a, it's a check within. No, this thing you shouldn't give it like, do it like this. If you respond to it, you started hearing, you started, and you notice that that is a voice. So, you see, you know me by my voice, isn't it? He didn't say, my children hear my words. He says, my, cho- my sheep hear my voice. Voice, not word. Voice. So, there's a voice. You understand voice? What does, what does voice mean? The sound. There's a sound. There's a way the spirit sounds in your life. Please, you get it. Yeah. For instance, if my wife should be behind this uh, uh, building and should talk, I will know it's my wife who is talking. Or oh, you don't know. Yeah. If your father should be, you know, your, you know people by their voice. When you pick a phone call and the person talks, if it's, if it's someone you know very well and has called with a different number, you mention, ah, oh, my guy, what's up? Because you know his voice. If he's calling with the, an unknown number, whatever it is, you know his voice. Not his words, you know his voice. We are talking about the voice of the spirit. Mm. Sounds in a particular sounds a particular way. Okay? Yeah. One of the ways of getting to know that voice is through giving. That voice that tells you, give, give more. Give more. Or that tells you, let's go to church. Or that tells you, focus on what the man is saying. Stop sleeping. Or that tells you, you are being a wicked person. You are being, you are being wicked to your brother. Be nice to him. It's a voice. Go and apologize. You didn't speak up. Go and apologize. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. That's the a, that's a voice of the Holy Spirit. That's the voice of the Holy Spirit speaking through your human spirit. Speaking through your human And if you exercise yourself, by responding to what the, you see, if you encourage the voice of the Holy Spirit in your life, you have him speaking to you about big things. You'll be surprised. 
you have been speaking to you about big things. Look at Ephesians chapter 4. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 30. Grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby you are sealed unto the day of redemption. Let's read Amplified of this verse. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God. So he tells you what it means to grieve. He says, do not offend or vex or sadden him. Okay? Do not offend. Do not vex. Can you show us what it means to vex? V-A-X. The Nigerians use it a lot. And uh, those who speak, in, who speak broken, at best, at best, you are best. What does it mean? Vex. Pastor Papeli, can you show us? Oh, the Spirit of God can order. I mean, you're, you're actually, your whole life is written on. The Bible lets us know that your days are documented. There's a book that has all your days written. Jesus is spoken about Jesus, and hence it is for everybody. Okay? Okay, let me show you this. Explain verse to us. What does it mean? Vex, to bring trouble, distress, or agitation. To bring trouble, distress, or agitation. To irritate or annoy by petty provocation. To irritate or annoy by petty provocation. So, let's say, um, the Holy Spirit tells you, give, give pity. And then you say, my friend, it's just five I have. I have 50, but I need to buy rice and beans, 30 cities before in this, this afternoon. And I need to, I need to buy, I need to buy pie and juice from a business uh, stand at, at the end of the service. So, I mean, on this five, five pair, it's five that you are going to give. Then you give the five. You are vexing, offending. You are beating down the but You are disobeying more and more and more and more. There's another division. Can, can you show it? To shake or toss about. To shake or toss. You are shaking the tossing the Holy Spirit about. The Holy Spirit has to have a lot of arguments with you. Now, you, you've disobeyed in a very small thing. Okay? Like giving 50 cities. And you'll be surprised at what it may end up costing you. <laughs> you'll be surprised that... Someone, maybe there was a plan for you to have 5,000 or 50,000 come to you by the end of the week. But because you, you didn't respond to the voice of the Lord, you have created another path altogether. Let's say this is the path, this is the straight line he wanted you to go in. And then by that disobedience, you've gone some few inches away from the straight path he wanted you to. Your life is running parallel to what he actually, what is so you are running parallel to the 50,000 that is supposed to come to you. You are now running on another line where the 50,000 is not. I don't know if you get it. That's how we miss a lot of things. Not just money. I'm not just only talking about money. Everything. I will preach about destiny helpers. You miss destiny helpers. You miss those who are supposed to meet. Those who are supposed to help you. You know how I met Bishop Dag. I was in my office. On one Sunday, on one, it was, I think it was a Tuesday afternoon. And then someone walked in with Bishop Dad's books. He said, oh, he's passing, he was passing by, he saw the church. He saw the church building, decided to come. Do you know how difficult it was to build that church building? That church building that he saw and came in to come and see me. 
He said, when he saw the building, listen, he said, when I saw the building, I, and I was told that you follow Bishop, that I knew that you were, you were a proper follower, you were a proper son. So I came to come and meet you and create an opportunity for you to meet Bishop Dad. Yeah. The guy, the gentleman went, went to tell Bishop, Archbishop Patrick Bruce. I was in my office one day, he also just came. Came to see the place. He said, No, you are following. Introduced me to his wife. His wife said, I'm until you sit on the same table to eat with Bishop Dag, I'll not, I'll not stop helping you. How did it all start? Build me a building. Build me a building here. Yeah. Against all odds. Listen, that building Alpha was my toughest construction project ever. It was our first and the most, even as I'm talking, I'm shedding, uh, my ears, are, my eyes are becoming teary. Hey, I really suffered. So it's not a small thing. Aww. One day my wife sat me down and said, since this project started, I've not seen you much. Because yeah. I'll leave early in the morning, come back late in the night, she's asleep. Early in the morning, I'm gone. I'll tell you, it wasn't a small thing. The first day we started digging, Pastor Alex was arrested. The first day we started digging, he was the one, he was a foreman standing on the site. Day one, he was arrested, we became a police station, whatever. But the more I prayed, the more the Holy Spirit told me, do it. Don't mind anybody. Push for it. Do it. We didn't have money. We didn't have anything. God says, do it. The small money we had, we had $5,000 to start in January 2016. God told me, go and sow it. <laughs> yeah, you see this building sitting in there like that. It's like it's not. It looks very small here. It's huge. It's big. It, you know, this picture here, this picture, you can't see. Go there and go and see. You'll be surprised. Huge. The way we suffered, you have no idea. Yeah. The gentleman saw that he said because of that. That's it. Archbishop Bruce came. He said this thing that you have built, you are you are a true follower. You are a true son. Mommy can say, no, this is it. You are going. That, and that was it. They organized for me to meet the man. The first day Bishop Dax saw me, he, he laid his hands on my shoulder and said, come, I want you to be close. Come, come close. Yeah, come close. Come close. Yes. One day there was a dinner. Several people there. Maybe about 20 people there. When I entered the dinner, they took me straight to go and sit by him. Straight. I tell you, straight to go and sit by him. He's here, I'm here. I tell you, you see, I'm here. Yeah. This building too is what took us to Pastor Chris. Alpha, yeah, it's Alpha too, yeah. The, the one who came here went to Alpha first. Yeah, Just listen to the, the, the you'll be shocked. I tell you, your steps will be directed. You'll be, you'll be in places, you'll be surprised. What am I doing here? That was, that was what we were asking ourselves on Thursday. What are we doing here? How did we get here? Like how? Where will you pass? Do you, where will you pass to get an invitation? Strictly by invite. Strictly by invite. The whole world, just about 2,000 people were there for the banquet. And yours truly is there. Yeah. Initially, they said that, listen, it's just you. Come alone. I said, I can't come alone. I want to come with two, at least two of my assistants. He said, okay, let's make some calls. So they made some calls, made some calls, made some And then they called back and said, okay, you can come with two of your assistants. Yes. Follow 
the Spirit. Tell you, but follow the Spirit. Follow the Spirit. Yeah. The one, the people you are supposed to meet, you meet all of them. Yeah. And you meet them in the right way, at the right time. Just quiet time. Quiet time. Waiting on God at different times. Reading of your Bible. Praying. Exercising yourself to hear the voice of the Spirit. Do this. Do that. Hey, I tell you, you can't, you can't overemphasize it. That's what made me marry this beautiful woman here. Yeah. We've been married for 11 years. I've known her for 17 years. I've known her for 17 years. Yes, I got to know her six years before we got married. Yeah. 17 years. I was just a small boy. When I, we, were, we were sitting in a church, sitting like this. I was sitting somewhere around the side. Not in this church, in, a certain, in, a, in our church in, on campus. This is 2000 and, uh, 2006. How many years ago is that? 17 years ago. I was just a small, small guy, young guy. But I'd, I'd worked with the Spirit a while, you see. And I knew the voice of the Spirit. So, I'd gone to eat some gobe and all of that, and I'd come for the service. But as we were doing the worship, you know, I just, let me, this is, it's time to worship God. I'm not looking at what the person standing on the stage is doing or whatever. Because that's what I've been trained to do. Let, let's worship. This is, it's time for worship. So let's worship. Lift up my hands. Father, thank you. I give you glory. I give you praise. Oh, thank you, Lord. And I opened my eyes. And I saw this beautiful lady standing there. Listen, it wasn't, it's not her dressing. My wife had one skirt that she used to wear. A particular type of skirt. It's not that it's the one, she had one skirt. She had a particular type of skirt. Jeans skirt. That is from, it goes down to her, to her toe. She can tell you herself. It goes down to her toe. Do you understand? I had several. Several of that particular type. But you can't see her, her calf, not straight down. Yeah, come I tell you. So it wasn't the beauty or anything. When I opened my eyes and I saw it, she was wearing that in a, sweat, a sweater. Brown. It was brown around like this. Hey. I remember very well. The colors, the colors are like this one that you're wearing. Brown and cream. I'm telling you, I'm telling you my story. Brown and cream, like that. Round, like that. And she had rolled it like this. And she was also worshipping God. When I opened my eyes and I saw her, she was about eight seats ahead of me on this side. When I saw her, the Holy Spirit told me, get, get to know her. Listen, no. get to know her. If you like her, she's your wife. Not, she's your wife. No. Get to know her. If you like her, she's your wife. Yeah. She also hears from the Spirit. So when I got close to her, she too, she heard from the Spirit. Yes. So not a... Uh, I'm in love. I don't know what I'll do with myself. Every you are playing. You play too much. And you are, you are not a child. I was just... Uh, 16, 17 years ago, I was just there. Uh, 17 years ago, I think I was just... Uh, I don't think I was just 19 years old. 19 or so. Yes. I was just 19 years old. Or something like that. Or 20. 
No, no, I, I, I was 20. I was 20 then. Yeah, 20. Yes. And God could tell me, say things like that to me. Get close to her. If you like her, she's your wife. And because the spirit I've spoken to, six years, six years, I followed through with what God has said. Not wondering, did God really talk to me? Did God not talk to me? I don't know if this is the spirit. No, I just knew that's what God has said. I got close to her. I liked her. I couldn't handle my emotions because I, I didn't want to lose her at all. So by 2008, no, 2000, yeah, by 2008, I proposed. I went to her told her, listen, if you see me going and coming like this, it's not because I'm your brother in Christ. I like you. I want to, I want to be in your life forever. And then she told me, I'm not ready. Yeah, she told me I'm not ready. Yeah, she said she wasn't ready. You see, before I went, the Holy Spirit was talking to me. She's not ready. I knew it. But my emotions were too great. I couldn't handle myself. My, my heart was burning. I was singing songs. Yes, I was singing songs. I tell you. <laughs> hey, it was wild. I went, so I told her, I like you, I'm in love with you, whatever. And she told me that, oh, she's not ready. But, yeah, she, she bounced me. Very nicely. She wasn't rude. She did it very nice. Oh, I'm not ready for all these things, whatever. I said, oh, no problem. That day, she had cooked some yam and some garden stew. She gave me some and I, after saying those, she gave me some and I ate and I, we, she escorted me to my house. To my hostel. And I went back to my hostel quietly and happily. Yeah. And I held on for two more years. 2010. Yes. That, and that day, I didn't want to go and propose. The Holy Spirit told me, this is the day, go and propose. So I went to a place. She opened the door. We spoke, 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 spoke. I didn't say anything. She went to escort me. And then she went back. Whilst I was going to hold you, told me, what is your problem? Go back and go and, go, go and, go and propose. I'm telling you the truth, though. Go and propose. This is the day, go and propose. So I went back and I went to knock on the door. When she opened the door and she saw me, later on she told me that she knew I'd come to propose. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah, because the Holy Spirit also told me that today he'll propose. You are struggling for nothing. You are struggling for nothing. Ah, no, you people are behaving like it is a magic, it's magic or something. <laughs> you can stand up and say it to them so they can understand. Okay, so what Daddy is saying is that we were exposed to working with God early in our lives. Okay, we took it seriously. It wasn't, um, it is not rocket science. Whatever we were taught in church, we went and we practiced it. And then we grew from there. You understand? So when we are telling you that go read your Bible, go over your notes, do your quiet time, have time to pray, that's what we did. We just obeyed. And we did it. And, the, and as we did it, the Holy Spirit, should I say, revealed himself to us. Yeah, the voice became clearer. Because we were committed to doing what we were taught. Because we didn't know. It's not like it just, we, it just happened. Do you understand? And then we, we, as we 
we spend time with God, you know, making God a priority in our lives, he began to reveal himself to us more through the word. You know it, okay? You have some confusing times, but you, that's why you need a, a leader to yeah. guide you. We all had people who guided us, and we and listened. And we still have, not ha- we still yes, have people. Yes, and we still have. And we listened to them when they gave us counsel. And then we moved. Do you understand? And he said, we're, we're just around 20. And we, we knew, we had a relationship. We had a very strong relationship with God. So much so that we knew our timelines. Do you understand? So you are too old. Seriously, you are too old. And Yeli said there are gray hair in certain areas of your, of your body. You are too old. And stop arguing with the Holy Spirit. What a, it is to your detriment. I find it very disturbing when I hear somebody say, oh, the Holy Spirit said it's a me twice. I say, hey, do you know what you are saying? You have no idea. The more you obey him, the louder he becomes in your life. Oh. And the, 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 more it's, the more difficult it is actually to ignore his word because now he has become so entrenched in your life. The more you disobey him, the, the more difficult it is to hear him because you disregard him. You understand? And he is God, though. The Holy Spirit is God Almighty speaking to you. God likes to be honored. God likes to be respected. The Bible says that he will not cast pearls before swine. What does that mean? That he won't give precious things to somebody who doesn't recognize it. So when you do not recognize the things of God, he won't give you precious things. Because you, you won't even recognize, you will, you will trample over it. And that's not what, so he won't give it to you. He won't cast pearls before swine. You understand? So if you honor him, he will also glorify you. Do you understand? So learn how to obey. Obey. And you have to know him through the word. Through the word. You have to know the word. And believe the word. Choose the word every time. Anytime something happens and you have to choose, choose the word. What the word of God says. Do you understand? Amen. Thank you. you. You'll be surprised. You'll be shocked at the details God will give to you about your life. About your ministry, what he's called you to do, you'll be surprised. There's a reason why God has called you. There's a reason why you are sitting here. On Monday, God spoke to me. On Monday, I was driving to a certain to another region of this country. As I was driving, I saw a lot of people by the road. And I noticed how I don't know them. And God told me that everyone in your life, everyone in your life whom you know. It's not there by accident. I put them there. I arranged for them to be in your life. You recognize it, and they should also recognize it. That it's because there are many people. Accra has many. Accra has about six million people in it. Many. You'll be shocked at the number of people you don't know in Accra. Look at the people you went to school with, and now you cannot find them in this same Accra. They are all in Accra, but you cannot find them. Is it true? Yeah. You can't find Lagos is even Lagos has twenty three million people there, twenty three million. That's almost the population of Ghana. Twenty three million in one. So if you know someone, you have to treat that relationship special because it's precious. It's not ordinary. It's precious. 
the Holy Spirit has spoken to me about something like this, do you think I'll joke with the people who are around? I'll not joke with them. When you, let, you hear it play like that, it's very, it's very, it, it makes an impression on your heart. And it, it helps you to bear the fruits that God will have you bear. Before we got married, we were praying into our marriage. Before you get married, you need to pray into your marriage. Don't just, we're going to get married and like, it's not about the wedding day. Okay? It's not what? The ladies did the answer. It's not what? It's not about the wedding day. It's beyond the wedding day. There's a wedding day. You were bride for just some few hours. But you were wife for, for, for the rest of your life. So you need to pray into it. You need to ask God for details. As we spoke to God, God told us, you will have three children. My wife is here. She can tell you. God confessed three children. Three years into our marriage, there was no child. There was not a single child. Our first child came, I think, in our fourth year. Year one, we are having sex. We are doing everything. No child is coming. Year two, everything, nothing is coming. Year three. Ah, God, what is that? I thought you said you give us three children. God said, I said I'll give you three children. You have, to, you have the three children. Today we have three children. Yeah. If you listen to the voice of you'll be surprised at how, de- how much details. You'll be shocked. How much details you will get. Yes. You'll be surprised. And then when you start hearing, following the voice of the Spirit like that, he starts moving you into gifts, into his gifts, the gifts of the Spirit. Yes, the precious things that's coming. If you have not been faithful with that which belongs to another man, how shall you be faithful with it, with higher things? The things of the, the gifts of the Spirit starts coming into your life in a very special way. Sometimes I meet people, as I'm talking, the whole, the whole thing show me their life. Like a, it's like a movie. Just like that. I didn't ask for it. I don't ask for it. But it's just... I can, I can see someone, the person has sickness. There's a sickness there. And I can see the sickness. The Lord shows me the sickness. This is it. He will tell me what to do. Pray. Say this. When I say it, the person gets healed. Yeah. It's amazing. But it all starts with the normal, simple, you know, reading of your Bible. Yes. Reading of your Bible. God spoke to me, make pastors. Train people to become pastors. I didn't just decide that you should have a lot of pastors. <laughs> there are people saying all kinds of things. Oh, you make pastors to whatever. All, all kinds of nonsense. But it's, it's an instruction from the Spirit. You get it? An instruction from the Spirit. Do this. Have this kind of training. If I call, that's when I call for a meeting and people don't come, I get angry. You don't know, you don't know what God has told me concerning this meeting. You won't come. Okay, be there. Great instruction from the Spirit. And sometimes, some of those meetings will be a life-turning experience for you. That is what you change. Normally, you don't know how you changed. I don't know if you noticed. You don't know how you, you don't know which meeting changed you. You don't know how come you are thinking in a set, you are thinking the right way. It's divine, it's from the Spirit. If you keep missing certain types of meetings, you'll be shocked that you will fall out. 
That's why some, someone can be around for a long time. After some time, the person starts missing meetings because he has become familiar with some of the things. And then the person starts changing. Starts changing. Starts going back. You see, when we talk about keep listening, keep hearing the word, keep listening to what, keep listening to the voice that God has given to you. It's like, oh, what? You see that you're falling back small, small, small. Before long, a lot of things are not. It's not working as it's supposed. Hallelujah. Have you learned anything since I started talking? Yes. What have you learned? Tell me what you have learned. Chester. Thank you, Pastor. Um, it's good to see you. Thank you. I learned that we are born by the word, and then it's the word that sustains us. And then anywhere we want to go in life, even though God has a plan for us, still need to follow the direction of the Holy Spirit so that we get to the destination. So the Holy Spirit is the one who helps you walk in the plan that God has for you. Without the Holy Spirit, you can't walk in the plan that God has for you. Pami, are you ready to talk now? Okay, thank you, Pastor. Uh, I've learned that in everything that we do know, uh, we need to make sure that we listen to the word of God and then we listen to the voice of God before we take any steps in everything that we do. Beautiful. Any other person here or there? My dear, can you say something? What's your name? Naomi. Naomi. Thank you, Pastor. Please, I've also learned that listening to the voice is not true, like hearing the word. So it is difficult to listen to the voice, but the more you listen to the say voice of God... Say it again. It is difficult mm-hmm. to listen to the word of God, but the more you listen to the word of God, like the voice of God, it becomes more clearer. Yeah. And it becomes more easy for you to do things because the voice now is clear to you. Yeah. Beautiful. Chris, say something. Okay. So thank you, Pastor, for the opportunity. Um, I also learned that the Spirit of God speaks the word. Yeah. So we have to commit ourselves to the word because. That is how we are going to decipher what is really from the word, like the spirit of God, and what is not. And another thing too is giving. Right? Giving is also one of the ways we really hear from the spirit of God because most of the times things that are not of God, like they don't contribute to we giving ourselves to something, right? So the voices that um you know comes to us concerning giving. It's one of the ways we can learn to hear from the Spirit of God. Mm-hmm. Now, because you mentioned that, you see, when the Bible talks about the unsearchable riches of Christ, it is true. There is wealth that you cannot calculate. Honestly, if you allow yourself to walk with the Spirit, you'll be shocked. The amount of money that God gives me and my wife on a monthly basis, if I tell you, you will not believe it. You may not believe it. For security reasons, I can't say. But let me tell you, let me tell you someone else. Let me tell you someone else's finance. <laughs> someone who is ahead of me. Okay, I'll mention the person's name. But in a month, the person's type is not less than 50,000 Ghana cities. Five, not, what was 100%? That's 500,000 Ghana cities. Minimum, every month. Every month. When I got to know the person, eh, the person's monthly, whatever that comes to him, was not up to 2,000 Ghana cities. Was not up to what? And this is, uh, this is about 
15 or 16 years ago. 15 or 16 years ago, his income was not up to 2,000 Ghana cities. By walking with the Spirit and learning the voice of the Spirit and doing what God says he should do, gradually he's gotten to 500,000 Ghana cities every month. Within the last three years, he has bought cars for at least four people. And together, the cars are worth about a million cities. On a personal level, like this is his personal finance, not personal finances, personal finances. I don't know if you understand what I'm trying to talk about. If he wants to build a four-bedroom house, he can build it in six months. He can build a man anywhere in the country, from East Legon to uh, uh, Cantonment. Anywhere, he can buy and build. So you have no idea of how much wealth God wants to commit to you, or, or rather God has committed to you that you are missing, by simply not reading your Bible. Right? You are missing your Bible. You are missing Bible reading. And you are missing praying in tongues, just praying in tongues. Man, no whole shake baby. As you are praying in tongues, ideas will be dropping into your spirit. You'll be shocked. You'll be shocked. It's not, it's not normal. We just, we just we went to, we were in uh, Lagos. The number of buildings that were pointed to us that belonged to Christ Embassy in a, in a, a certain area. A whole, the whole road is for them. Let's write properties here, properties here, properties. Plenty. Big, 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 big. This land is too small. This land is too small. In Lagos, in the center of in Ikeja, many buildings, many whatever lands that they have not used. They are lands that it just has trees on it. They've done it a garden, it's just trees. We were there. The first time I went there was 2015. I, w- I went to Paseli and Pastor John. The second time I went there was 2016. And I saw those, I didn't know all those things belonged to them. All of, that's why they, they almost apprehended us in 2016 because we were moving around with camera and we we're taking videos. So it's like, who are these guys? So they sent some military people to come and round us up. They almost took us away. And we told them that, oh, we actually, we came for the program. We are, we are from Ghana. We, are, we don't know anything. We just came for the program. It's 2016. We showed them videos of us being in the meeting before. That's why when you go for a meeting, you must take a picture in there. You must take a picture in the church. You never know when you need to. You need to prove it. Hey! I'm trying to say that. By listen, if you listen to the voice of the Spirit, you will prosper, you'll be shocked. It's all, over in the, it's all over in the Bible. Isaac became so great. So great by just listening to the voice of the Spirit. That is what makes the difference. The difference is in hearing the Spirit concerning what to do. What's the difference between Peter toiling throughout the night and not catching any fish? And Jesus showing up and saying, cast your nest to the right side. What's the difference between the right side of the boat and the left side of the boat? Do you understand? How come the fish is here and not here? The difference is in hearing the voice of the Spirit. What's the difference between the right side of the boat and the left side of the boat? There's no, ah, no difference. It's the same water. <laughs> and he said unto him, cast the net on the right side, not on the left side. If he had put it on the left side, it wouldn't have come. The Spirit said, the Holy, Jesus said, cast it on the right side of the ship and you shall find they cast therefore, and now they, they, they were not able to draw eggs for the multitude of fishes. The prosperity that came was too much. They couldn't handle it. That, that is the, if you start early, it will help you. If you start early, it will what? That's what I'm teaching this day. If you start early, it will help you greatly. Don't say, oh, my friends are chilling. They are do-. Read your Bible. Sit in your room and read your Bible. <laughs> Sit. I remember when I had to Say to my friends when we're calling me through the window, 
to come for us to go and play and go and play football. I remember when I told them, I can't come. Because I had my Bible open on my bed and I was kneeling down reading my Bible. I told them, I can't come. I would be here if I had followed them. But there are some people you are following to party, following to this, following. Listen, following to all these places that are denying you a quality time that you are supposed to spend with the Spirit. For you to, for you to be educated by the Spirit. You are pushing your prosperity farther and farther and farther and farther and farther away. You are pushing your health farther and farther and farther away. You are pushing your confidence farther and farther away. That's why God has made me so bold. Listen, I gave a speech before everybody. Easily. It's not a problem. I was not shaking. When I met Pastor Chris, I spoke to him. I'm telling him some things. Yeah. I'm talking to him like I'll talk to any other person. Because of the confidence, the boldness of the spirit. I don't mind. I can stand in front of whoever, whoever. Your confidence, the Holy Ghost, will make you bold like a lion. No matter where you are. One day, Bishop, that gave me an opportunity to talk before Archbishop Nicholas Zakamoyo. Bishop, that was sitting there. Archbishop was sitting there. He said, Come and talk. Bishop, come and see. I was not a bishop then. Hey. Oh, I come and say something. So I stood up, started talking. Confident. Relating nice. It's not a problem at all. But you, you see, you will not have confidence without the Holy Spirit. You rather have pride. Confidence that will not make you poor before great people. No matter who they are, you'll be able to say what you're supposed to say. And the, the links God needs you to have, you will have them. No matter where you are in the world, confident enough, you can flow and do what God wants you to do. So please, wait on the Lord. They that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. Hmm? Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Strength is coming to you. As you wait on the Lord. Then it says they shall mount up with wings as eagles. You fly. What limits others will not limit you? I said what limits others will not limit you? Yeah. They shall, they shall run. You will have speed in life. Speed. Divine speed is coming for you. Divine speed. And you shall not be weary. You shall accomplish many things at a young age. And not be weary. And you shall walk and not faint. When others are fainting you will not faint. Yes. When others are fainting and going down, you'll be going higher and higher. I see supernatural. Pastor Chris said something. He said that you have not seen anything yet. That was what you were saying. He said that more is coming. There's so much more coming. You have not seen anything yet. There's more coming. And more is coming for all of us. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Divine speed has come into your life. And you are going to accomplish things with strength, with ease, because of the voice of the Spirit. That you're exposing yourself to in the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord. Rise up upon your feet, everybody. Just rise up upon your feet in two minutes. I see the Lord's hands raised on our behalf. I see the Lord helping us. The Lord is helping you. The Lord is helping you. Making your path clear. I see you walking on the divine calendar of God and not missing anything. You are not going to miss anything. You will not leave any stone unturned. All stones that need to turn in your life are being turned right now in the name of the Lord Jesus. You are advancing in the spirit. 
We are going forward in the spirit. We are producing fruits in the spirit. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Fruitfulness is yours. I'm hearing stagnation. And I'm seeing it cancelled. Stagnation is cancelled from your life. All forms of stagnation is cancelled completely. All forms of delay, 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 and stagnation is cancelled completely. Speed has come. The years that the palmer worms have eaten and the canker worms have eaten is being restored to you a hundredfold with speed, with speed, with speed, with speed, with speed, in the name of the Lord Jesus. Speed has been introduced into your life in a special way by the Spirit, by the precious Holy Spirit, by the precious power of the Holy Ghost, in the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father, for your children. Thank you for what you have shared with us. Thank you that we are blessed and increased on every side. Thank you for the prophetic words you've spoken over our lives. Thank you that they are happening practically, even in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you for listening. We pray that the word of God will be rooted and grounded in your heart as you give attention to the word. Kindly follow Pastor T and Love Economy Church on all social networks for more of God's word. Don't forget to subscribe to the Pastor T podcast. Simply search for Pastor T on any podcast app, plug in and enjoy God's word. Visit our website at loveeconomychurch.org for more information. God bless.